calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. I'm Paul Smith. Keep pace with the investment management industry by attending CFA Institute's 69th Annual Conference. Welcome to another Take 15 interview from CFA Institute. I'm Dave Larrabee. I'm joined today by John Moog. John's a principal at US-based Lizard Investors, which specializes in international small and mid-cap equities. He's also a CFA charter holder. John, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. Uh, John, walk us through your investment process, if you would. What makes a compelling investment at Lizard Capital? Sure. For us, for us really, it's about buying high-quality businesses at values below what we think are fair value. And, and the way we think about a high quality business is really breaking it into a couple components. But we want businesses with, high competitive with large competitive advantages that can compound returns over time, uh, high returns on capital over time. We want businesses that have balance sheets that are self-funding. Uh, in a lot of the markets we operate, uh, we worry about capital windows closing. So that's something we, we pay a lot of attention to. Uh, we pay a lot of attention to management quality, how they're aligned with us, and corporate governance risk. And so we think all those components come together, need to come together to make a quality company. And then the second piece is, of course, valuation. But for us, we really want high quality businesses that have a capability of compounding returns for us over time. Mm -hmm. um, special situations like corporate reorganizations, uh, spinoffs, uh, private equity exits, they seem to be a particular area of focus for your firm. Um, what's the opportunity here and what's your firm's advantage and how do you exploit that? You know, I, I think that's it's an interesting uh, way to ask the question because ultimately what we try to do is find the inefficiencies in the marketplace and try to exploit those. And, and we found that that's been a, a fairly rich area for us. And I think, you know, everyone understands the spin-off dynamics at this point, and it's been something that David Einhorn has talked about for years and years. But the reality is there are not many people applying this to some of the places from a geographic perspective that we operate and some of the company, you know, and the size companies we're looking at. So when you put those two things together, we think that we are one of a, f a select number of firms focusing on those businesses. And we really think that's the reason there's an opportunity is because there, there's a, a lot of situations that are attractive and there are just not a lot of people paying attention and looking. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you uh, mitigate some of the uh, common risks associated with investing internationally, uh, particularly around areas like corporate governance, liquidity, accounting standards? Um, yeah, I think that's something we've spent a lot of time trying to think about. Um, corporate governance for us is probably the biggest risk. I think uh, geographically, uh, there are places we won't go because of corporate governance standards uh, won't, don't protect minority shareholders. Uh, the second piece is we always want to make sure that management is aligned with us and we understand how we'll be treated as minority shareholders. I think that's something that, that we spend a lot of time focused on. Um, and, and some of the other issues we look at are currency, macro risks, and we always try to embed that in our investment case, and then we'll often hedge out currency risk or some of the other, some of the other risks that we can hedge. But again, it's an area fraught with challenges, so we really spend a lot of time 
trying to eliminate things that don't meet one of our, our criteria quickly, uh, and that way we avoid a lot of the trouble. Mm -hmm. Any geographic areas where you just won't invest today? Yeah, I mean, I think Russia has always been an area that's challenging for us. We've looked at some attractive companies in Russia, um, but corporate governance standards there are, are really weak. Um, so I think that's one place we, we avoid. We also tend to be a little skeptical of, of what, what people call frontier markets. So some places where we just can't get comfortable with how we'd be treated. So typically we end up sticking to more developed emerging markets and developed markets. And, and generally the corporate governance standards are much higher there. Mm -hmm. um, you just, you've described time arbitrage as the single most important investing concept mm -hmm. for fundamental investors. How do you distinguish between short-term setbacks for companies and issues that are more longer lasting? You know, I, I, that, I, that, that, is, that is always a challenging issue, you know, and for us, what we really think about are the structural characteristics of the business and are those stable? Um, because you can have headwinds, you know, a commodity, a really good business that sells commodities and that could be facing headwinds for many, many years. Um, so generally, what we, what we, when we think about time arbitrage, we want to understand what, what exactly people are focused on. And if we understand what the current market is focused on, we can typically get our head around, is it a temporary issue or is this more permanent? Uh, and, and you know, there, is, there always is when you start analyzing a situation a gray area. And if we can't get from the gray area to, to a definitive answer, we'll ignore it. So when there's, when there's too much uncertainty there, we'll ignore it. Um, the, other, the other thing I think that's been a huge advantage for us besides the time arbitrage has been this concept of uh, geographically porting business models. So we've seen industries develop at different times in different geographies. And you've seen really successful businesses develop in the US for the last 20 years. And maybe that industry is just developing in Europe or Asia or vice versa. And, and you having that perspective, you're able to identify businesses fairly early in their, in, their, in their evolution that have the characteristics of these businesses that can compound for long periods of time. So this, this concept of been to the movies before and seeing how industries play out has been a really powerful uh, driver for us in finding opportunities. Mm -hmm. John, thanks for sharing your insights with us today. Thank you for watching. You can access our full catalog of content at cfainstitute.org. Copyright 2015 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.